0: A question for you can you imagine a genocide by a nation on its own people a scale leaving more than 2 million dead in the span of four years the Khmer Rouge was a barbaric group that was driven out of Cambodia in the late 70s but its four-year rule left a stain on the tiny country for decades later today you'll hear from my uncle Jeffrey a survivor of genocide and a man of family for interviews and profiles this is Panya in reporting from New York
1: My name Tape. but you go by um
0: Jeffrey, Jeffrey yes in Did the. We, US
1: Exactly. I do want to tell a little story about Jeffrey, okay? Because what that mean freedom So because Americans name free, then I hear Jeffrey, is it? It's fit. It fit to my name and fit to my personal. So I love Jeffrey. I've
0: always known my uncle as, well, my uncle. But when I interviewed him last week, I've gotten to know him more as the person who took care of my mother when she was only an
1: infant. My is to feed her, to clean, to shower, put her to sleep, pump a all Sing her lullabies? Yeah, singer. Singer for sleeping. Right. Yeah, sleeping. So I have to do that, and that's why I love your mom because we were bound together, you know. And um,
0: was it hard? uh, not having the support of your older siblings. Was it hard just no, taking just, care of her by yourself? No, no,
1: no. It's just that uh, because um, because it's a it's a right time for me to to love begin to to love another you know, the baby in the family. So uh, it's just perfect time that I am So that I was able to to hold the baby, right? What my uncle knew as normal came crashing to a halt in 1975 1970 when the Khmer Rouge so took over. Not. I was separate with my parents because the starting at the age of 15 must uh, be in one group they call youth group so they can uh, travel too many miles to do all kinds of things whatever they need
0: and what did you do there
1: basically i start uh digging the dirt to make the canal basically for water to run it from one village to another to connect the water so we have to use by hand so so it's a it's a hard labor, okay? So that's why the young people are always in the front line to make the canal by hand. And they provide you only a little bit of rice and you have to learn how to cook, you'll have to learn how to, you know, everything at that age, at 15 years old, I have to learn how to cook, to um, to take care of myself because, um, I don't live with my parents anymore.
0: Later, my uncle escaped the work camp with what he calls his adopted family to Thailand. Eventually, they got sponsored to come to the U.S., but life wasn't easy, as he
1: tells here. The ninth grade ESL.
0: So you started at the beginning of high school. They said you were 15, but you were really 18. So you were, in real life, 18 years old, on paper 15. Right. Starting again in high school with... New kids, new kids, only well, ESL. ESL, ESL class. kids. But
1: how how is that like just going to school in America? Yeah, um, I think we have no choice but believe yourself that that is the dream. Uh, you think education will be give you the bridge to be success, so you have to keep fighting no matter what, right?
0: Eventually, later in life, my uncle met his wife, my aunt Nicole, and they had their only child, a daughter named Serena Chenda Tep. Her middle name is my mom's first. In the 90s, my uncle made several visits to Cambodia to see the family he hasn't seen in 10 years or so, with his own now. In 1999, my grandmother died on the day before my uncle was about to take another flight to Cambodia. Before ending our interview, I asked my uncle if he has any words to impart. He said this. You're
1: thinking when you're planting a seed, right? You're planting a tree. You must take care from the seed. Okay, that's how I take care of my daughter. Uh, Soon as she knows how to talk to me, I begin to challenge her every day.